welcome to Become a Unique Podcast, a place where you can be well and be you. We are all about lifestyle with a focus around wellness over here. One week we may be talking about gut health and the next week we may be having a conversation about being enough. No matter what the topic, the goal is to inform you with information and tools so we can vibrate higher as our true selves. Be ready to grow in a beautiful way. Becoming Unique is a growing podcast and would love your support by following or subscribing to this podcast. In Apple Podcasts, click the plus button. Reviews are also helpful for the podcast growth. So all reviews are appreciated. And lastly, but not least, be sure to share the podcast because the best advertisement is word of mouth. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey y'all, I am back. It is season four of the Becoming Unique podcast, episode 46. And I'm back after a long break. I I really took the whole summer off. When I closed out season three, I wasn't sure when I was coming back. I didn't know if it would be in two weeks or two months. (laughs) I was just really just like tuning in and listening to what the vibration of my spirit was saying and my vibration was saying to like really stay still like really like take in this summer and be present with it and I think I really I really did a good job at doing that I didn't give myself the pressure of like I gotta get back I gotta get back um I embrace the holiday season of the summer and it's not even like I got up and took these big vacations and I got to do a family vacation. We need to go here and do this and do that. I stayed within my city. A lot of times I stayed within my neighborhood and I really became present on the environment that was around me. A lot of times we're chasing for something else, but yet we're not even embracing what we already have. So if I look back at the summer of 2021, I can say that I really was able to embrace what was already here instead of chasing out there. <laughs> I w- I live in New York City and a lot of times when you're like a New Yorker, you don't even do like touristy things like Tourists come here and they really explore our city. They learn more about our city than we know. And we lived here our whole life. So I can say that a lot of my summer, I got to just like really got to play in my own backyard instead of going to someone's backyard, someone else's backyard and exploring their backyard. We go on vacations and we start learning all about that place. But yet we still sometimes don't even know about our own. And we can reflect that to our lives. Like a lot of times we meet people and we want to learn all about them and get all involved with them and invest into them. But yet have we done that same energy for ourselves 
a lot of times I'll see like um, things on Instagram, like talking about, oh, you know, you you say to your friend, girl, you looking good. I love that dress on you. You, you know, giving them all that energy, all of those compliments. But yet, are we doing that same energy for ourselves? You know, like, are we complimenting ourselves? Are we investing in ourselves? Sometimes we get all ready or cook a good meal for someone else. But yet, are we doing the same putting that same energy into ourselves. So yeah, after my long winded (laughs) talking, you know, I can say that this summer has given me the reflection of, you know, embracing what I already have instead of seeking out something else. So y'all already know I got to do my little chit chatting before I get into today's episode. So I wanted to let you guys know that season four has a theme just as season two's theme was healing. Season three's theme was masculine energy. I'm going to call this season four vibrating higher. Yep. Vibrating high. That's that's what this season's gonna be all about. That's what I'm channeling in. That's why I feel like the episodes that I have lined up for you guys. It's all about us vibrating higher, you know. So yeah. My personal thoughts on vibrating higher does not come from a magic blue pill, a diet tea that was sold on Instagram. Vibrating higher is a complete lifestyle from your mindset to your diet to the movement of your body. It, it's, it comes from so many different angles, just as, you know, with anything you look at life, there's never a magic blue pill, even with um, growing your growing the vegetables. It just it doesn't just take the seed to grow the vegetables. It takes the soil. It takes the sun. It takes the rain. It's a combination of a whole system. And that's how we need to remember with life. There's never a magic blue pill to anything. So we have to look at how we are going to attack anything in our lives from different angles and not just one angle. Because a lot of times we get stuck on this one line and thinking this is the way to go. Even if it's a weight loss journey, it's like, you know, I'm going to the gym every day. And why am I not losing weight? Because then it's also in combination on the foods that we're intaking. It's also in combination on the stress that we're bringing into our lives or not having and so on. So yeah, I just wanted to make that clear and really plant the seed and set the foundation that with moving forward with vibrating higher, there's not one key thing to it. It's not going to be one book you're going to read and your life is going to change. It may be a part of the journey, but it's not going to be the complete journey. And this season, I feel like we're going to get a little touch of a lot of different things to help us move into that direction of vibrating higher. Um, And as you listeners of this podcast may know I love quotes. I love to input um, motivational things that I may have heard on Instagram or the interweb. And before I jump into today's episode about meditation, um, I wanted to just drop in a, a you know a quick thirty second um, clip I found on Instagram. It may not have to do with what I just spoke about or about today's episode, but it's just 
definitely great information for us to seek in our mind to to help us move along in this journey of life and yeah so here goes the clip and then we're gonna get into today's episode yes first look at this pencil we know that in order for it to become a useful pencil that from time to time again and again it's gonna have to go through a resharpening well, if this pencil could feel, we could imagine how painful that would be. But that's what it takes for it to be a useful pencil. Life is much the same. Painful experiences and challenges come to us all. But it is through these opportunities that we build character and we grow. Yes. It's all about growth over here at the Becoming Unique podcast. And now that I am in a conscious place of growth in my life, the more that I learn, the more I am open to learn more. So even when it's a topic I think I know about it, I still stay open to receive what else is available out there. Because as much as we think we may know about something, there is always more to learn. So as always, I ask that you listen to this podcast in its entirety. Because sometimes you may think you know it, but then all of a sudden, someone says something that is like a aha moment or, oh, I've never quite heard it that way before. So yeah, let's get into today's episode and let's, you know, listen to it into its entirety with my amazing guests. Let's go. Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, I have an amazing guest by the name of Leah. Welcome. Oh, unique. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so happy to be here to be able to, to share a little bit with your audience. Oh my goodness. I am so happy that you are here with us. <laughs> I have been wanting to do a topic, a, a podcast about meditation for quite some time now. And I am so happy that you are here to have this conversation with me. I'm just so happy to share with um, with the community as well. <laughs> yes. Um, so we got to first get started off by you telling everyone who is Leah. So I, like so many people, um, I am not a monolith. I am multifaceted. I am a daughter, a sister friend, a wife, a dancer, choreographer, teaching artist, arts educator, health and wellness practitioner, fitness professional, and the creator of Regarding Self. That is who I am in this present moment. I love it all. And I love that you ended that you are the creator of Regarding Self. Tell us what is Regarding Self who is regarding self? Like, just tell us everything about regarding self because I absolutely love that title. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, well, me, just a little tidbit how regarding self came to be. I am um, currently a home resident, but I am a Birmingham, Alabama native. Mm-hmm. And being from the South, um, definitely dealt, I was very hyper aware of. Um, racism and oppression and white supremacy and I you know as being a black woman 
moving through this world, I wanted to take full ownership of myself. And so I turned to spirit. So I look at spirit being multiple things. I look at spirit being God, creator, universe, nature, ancestors. And so I, I turned to spirit for strength, courage, and tenacity to assist me in moving through the various spaces that I, I inhabited. And I started to create a daily practice of journaling, just, it could be anywhere from doing a, um, <laughs> it's called a kind of like a, a mind dump, where you're just writing to clear your mind and to leave feeling a little bit lighter. Um, sometimes I would have maybe a word that I would focus on, just different things that would prompt me to write. Um, meditation, affirmations, really honing to words, phrases, statements to manifest into the world and then to, to create them through action and as well as my words. And then movement, um, clearly me describing who I am. Um, I've been dancing since I was three. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so, and I've been a um, fitness professional over a little over a decade now. And so movement has always spoken to me. Um, I think it's such a great way to be able to honor the shoulders in which I stand upon. And so creating, which I didn't realize at the time, cultivating this practice. And that is what led me, I think like so many people, 2020, so many things we were, um, so many things were revealed to so many of us. And I felt that being able to look at this practice that I cultivated over the course of a few years, I felt that if it, it, providing me a sense of groundedness, especially in lieu of every, all of the constant daily shifts, that I felt that taking a leap of faith that it too would be able to provide that for other people, um, especially people who are overlooked and underrepresented, so marginalized and oppressed communities. So that women, that is BIPOC, that is IIPI, excuse me, AAPI, that's LGBTQIA+, that is differently able. So any, anyone that feels overlooked or underrepresented to, to provide this virtual platform that allows for health and wellness to be accessible to all. Because being in the health and wellness, also knowing that a lot of times it does not, it, it tends to lean toward a certain demographic and it leaves out people who, again, are, are marginalized or and or oppressed communities. And so also wanted to make sure that it could, that everybody could invest in their health and wellness and it not be this luxury, but more than a necessity for them to be able to show up more for themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love that you have created this platform called regarding self with all of this in mind. That's such a beautiful place to um, be. Um, now I know you have a YouTube channel. Um, if people want to check you out and check what you have to offer, what does your YouTube channel look like about re regarding self? My YouTube channel is, I like to think of it as a snapshot 
of what the online virtual platform is for regarding health. So going to the YouTube channel, I, it's, I post once a week, and I've been doing this now for, I want to say 14 weeks now. <laughs> and so they get a, a snippet of each of the tools to, to celebrate and honor themselves. So there's a, so they'll be Friday with a guided breathing exercise and affirmation one week. And then the next week, writing prompts under a specific theme. The following week, a uh, guided breathing exercise and meditation. And then the following week, a, a five minute movement flow. And it just, and keep rotating under a different theme. So it's a little snapshot into what the platform offers. Yeah, I, you know, I love it. And I love guided because sometimes in life, um, if something is not a part of your lifestyle and you want it to be a part of your lifestyle, you sometimes feel lost. It's like, oh, I know I should be journaling or I know I should be working out, but you just don't have the motivation or, you know, know how to just, you know, initiate it for yourself. So, you know, you want to do it, but it's just sometimes hard to get to it. So I love guided, especially that I'm walking into this um, new lifestyle. Cause like I, like we were speaking earlier, like I'm like the lifestyle I'm living now was not the lifestyle I was living before. So yeah. even when I started going to the gym, I was lost at the gym. I just walked in circles. I'm like, what do I do? But I knew I had to take classes because I knew in the class I would stay for the whole hour because yeah. it, was, it would guide me through. But don't let me need to go work out for work out for an hour. I'll it'll be five minutes later and I'll be like, I'm done. <laughs> like, oh, I'm done. But I'll be able to make it through a whole workout class because it's guided. And the same thing with meditation, you know, a lot of times I like guided because I can listen and, and it can take me through a meditation where sometimes it'll be like, you, you, you know, I'm like, what time is it in my mind? And like, and you look up and it's like, it was two minutes later and the meditation's over. <laughs> So um, I think the importance, especially with anyone that wants to start to incorporate um, new things into their lifestyle, it's okay to get assistance by having guided practices and, and help along the way, which a, a page like yours is helpful in that way, because then it's like, oh, we're working on breathing. Now let me go through these breathing exercises along with someone else. And, you know, and then referencing back to your platform as well. So, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, yeah, I just felt like I had to put my tip in about the guided because I know I definitely benefit off of having almost guided everything because it's hard when it's new to your lifestyle for you to just jump up and just do it naturally. Yes, no, agreed, agreed. I think especially, um, like you said, if you are, you are, creating these shifts and it's nice to have a sense of accountability mm -hmm. group settings are always so great especially when it's something movement based and then to be able to have something where all you have to do is just hit play yes it. like just carve out the time hit play and then everything else is taken care of mm -hmm. yes yes <laughs> <laughs> So um, 
today's episode is technically about meditation. And, um, you know, I want to know what your definition of meditation is, because, you know, like I was saying to you earlier, I think a couple of years ago, if someone said meditation to me, I just imagined a Buddha with his hands saying, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of times if someone doesn't have it within their practice, they got me down and just put this general image or statement out there about what meditation is. So what would be your definition of meditation? So my definition is, I look at, so from a spiritual standpoint, I look at when, when I think of prayer, because I think of it in two parts. When I think of prayer, you don't necessarily have to be of a certain quote unquote religion. You can, um, knowing that there is something, someone greater, bigger than us, it can be something as just believing in the power of we're all human and that we all deserve to be loved. And so I look at prayer as a way for us to connect to spirit. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at meditation, that is how spirit connects to us. That is how we're able to be still and hear what everything that is greater than us has to impart wisdom, insights, and knowledge for us mm-hmm. to know what our next steps are. That's how I look at meditation. Yeah. Yes, that is that quiet moment to listen. To listen yeah. to what spirit has to um to to say. And it, it's just such a beautiful place to be in that quiet moment. And but I know it's very difficult sometimes because we've been we have been bread to like think that we need to be busy we got to keep going if we're still like we're not being productive and yet there's so much production that can happen and being and being still and I like to say to people a lot of times like you know a lot of your great ideas or your aha moments they come when you're quiet yes agreed agreed so <laughs> much you hear you're still and then all of a sudden you hear that little Faint voice, yes. starting to build up. Yeah, no, I agree wholeheartedly. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> so I guess, do we feel meditation is important? <laughs> I, I, I so, I'm clearly biased. Clearly, from how I show up in the world, I'm very biased. But I think it it remind, meditation reminds us of our our life force, which is our breath. It sustains us and it reminds us to be grounded. I think if you are, especially if you are, if you do identify as BIPOC or AAPI, I think it's also a form of resistance, just knowing that you are able to breathe and to show up for your community in 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 just in a powerful way, just by you being able to inhale and exhale. Mm-hmm. So I, I look at, at as a two-parter, it sustains us and it reminds us to be grounded. But also, if you are one for social justice, by us just connecting to our breath and, and reminding us of what our elders and our ancestors, the sacrifice they made for us to be in this present moment, I think it's also a form of resistance and liberation. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So 
meditation is important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, very biased. Yes. So, you know, I'm so happy that we're having the conversation around meditation. Um, and, you know, someone that, you know, hopefully is listening, if they're not practicing meditation, they're curious. They're like, okay, okay. I've been hearing about meditation. It's been whispering in my ear all these, you know, from social media, from this podcast, from here, from there. And they're ready to like, you know, start to, you know, dig deeper into meditation. Can we like list like different forms of meditation? Because just like everything, there's not always one only way of doing something. So what are some of the different forms of meditation? So I'm going to provide... I know there are also, I'm going to touch on just a couple of different types because yeah. you did such a great job of earlier about how it, you, it resonated with you when you started taking classes at a gym as opposed to you walking around a gym. We were speaking earlier because it can be so overwhelming. You still have equipment. You're like, mm-hmm. where do I even begin? Yes. And it's kind of nice to be able to take a class and you have someone who can motivate and instruct you and give hands-on corrections. You also have a community that's going to, you know, be able to empathize because you're all experiencing it in real time. And so I think with meditation, I, like you said, guided, where you have someone literally taking you through each step, or even unguided, where meditation, again, like you said earlier, there are these images that are associated with meditation, but a lot of times they don't feel practical. And Mm -hmm. so meditation can be as simple as you literally setting a timer on your phone for 60 seconds and just sitting still and just focusing on the rise and fall of your chest. Like that's, that's a form of meditation. Yes. You can focus on maybe a word, a phrase, a sentence that you want to embody. And again, it can be as, it can be as 60 seconds setting a timer on your phone. And then once the timer, once you hear the timer, then you're able to go about your day. Like it doesn't need to be this big grand. Like if you have the time and if you're in a, in a place in the space where you can, like cool. But I know for so many people, that's not the case. So it can be very just, again, practical. You can do it anywhere, especially with us being in New York. Like you can do that on a train, you can put on your earbuds, set a timer. And just focus on your your inhales and exhales. Mm-hmm. You know, focus on maybe feeling your your feet being firmly planted on the subway or the bus. And just imagine with every inhale, you're traveling that you're inhaling through the soles of your feet and it's traveling all the way into your lungs. And then when you exhale, it travels back to your lungs and travels all the way back into your soul, which is which is called quiet quieting response so you're adding a bit of a physical element as you're connecting to your breath um it can be and going back to tight it can be calming like the example i just gave you that's a really great way to just find calm to find rest to reset especially maybe midday you're feeling a bit overwhelmed um or you're needing um a way to transition that can also be a really good transitional ritual to move from one task to the next. Mm. So you're not feeling like you're rushing. 
Yeah. And it can also be an, a, another type of meditation can be in, insightful, which means that you're focusing on a specific quality like compassion or wisdom. Mm. So that's just focusing on a few of the different types. And then, and then once you start going down a rabbit hole, um, mindful meditation, which can be guided, where you can listen to an app, where someone can guide you through a mindfulness meditation, or it can be simple as you setting a timer on your phone or your watch, because, you know, we have technology everywhere, and you can set a time for maybe five minutes or 10 minutes, and you're walking around your block, your neighborhood, and you focus on, instead of you, if you're doing something that's unguided, you're just focusing on what you're passing by. Mm -hmm. So instead of you getting lost in your thoughts, you're being in the, the present moment, looking at the trees, looking at the building, looking at the architecture, and starting to be really specific, looking at the different colors, thinking about maybe the sounds you hear as you walk, thinking about maybe the smells, maybe you walk past the bakery and you smell fresh bread, you know, thinking about, and it allows you to just come back to the present moment. Or maybe you are listening to a podcast or an app and there's someone leading you as you're moving in real time. Yeah. Um, that's what we consider mindfulness meditation. Maybe it's, uh, I feel like, to me, I feel like that, that to me is like really tangible. It can be movement, you know, maybe, um, and I know also because you're a yogi, um, you know, and, and that's a part of the, the practice is usually to either begin or end yoga with meditation. And for some people, I like to sometimes think of being a dancer, that, that can be a form of moving meditation mm -hmm. um, because we all, different things speak to different people. So for different people, maybe, you know, you find your favorite playlist and you're just moving and you're just connecting to your body. That can be a form of movement meditation. It doesn't need to be, you don't need to listen to chimes <laughs> yeah. and hear someone chanting. It could, just, it could be music that speaks to you and you have like a five minute dance party. That, that's actually movement meditation. Mm. Again, these are things that are really, they're tangible, they're accessible. You can do them anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Can, um, a progressive met relaxation meditation. Um, and, we, and you've probably heard of body scans. And you can find a comfy position. You can do it either seated or maybe lying down with eyes either closed or below gaze. And just starting from the crown of your head and going through each body part and just inhaling and exhaling to just start to feel your body get into gravity. And you can do that as long. That can be five minutes, 10 minutes. You can set a timer for however long you need. Um, and that's also like yoga and body scan that would be considered active rest as a part of physical rest. Mm -hmm. And again, this is, these are things you can do again, anytime, anywhere. And then I'm going to have one more because I could go down. I have a long list. I'm just trying to like <laughs> keep mm -hmm. it tight and concise. Um, visualization. Mm -hmm. Visualization meditation where you're focusing on your thoughts. And this could be maybe a way for you to maybe shift your thoughts. Maybe if you're feeling that negative thoughts are starting to arise, that could be you 
re starting to redirect your thoughts and think of your thoughts like trains. Yeah. Which again, which is we can that's a great visual, especially if you're in a city that uses uses trans, public transportation like we do here in New York. And every time you and think that you're sitting in a train station and your thoughts are like trains and they're passing. Mm -hmm. So you acknowledge the thought, but then you let that thought pass. So that would be a type of, of a visualization meditation that you could use. Again, you can do this anywhere where you just, you imagine that you're sitting in a train station and yeah. you see the thought and it's a train and it goes by and then another train and you let it go by. Mm. And it just allows you to just to be able to, to kind of find that sense of groundedness and just to really tap into calm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure I've, I've provided a few, so that, you know, everybody has a, a few options and hopefully find something that um, they're wanting to maybe um, investigate a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, we should go warn people to um, get a pen and paper and, um, you know, take notes on the different um, to the different styles. And, you know, but what all of them have in common is just basically being present. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. moment that's happening. So like you started off by just like monitoring the rise and fall of your breath. Yeah. If you're so focused on your breath, it's hard for you to think about what he's or she said yesterday to you at the water cooler or yeah. you know why this person didn't call you back because your mind is focusing on your um on your breath and yeah. you know the same thing comes for like you said just you know when you're walking out just being like present with what's happening looking at the tree being present with the smell or you know whatever you decide to be so um i think when i first started meditating I just used the word meditation and said, okay, let me meditate. But I didn't put an intention on the meditation. And with all of these um, examples that you just gave from the breath to basically, you didn't say affirmations, but just like you, you said something like that, like or having maybe a sentence that you're gonna um, say to do yeah. a body scan, to being aware of your surroundings. If I would have started off saying, okay, I'm going to meditate, but today I'm going to meditate on my breath. Or mm -hmm. today I'm going to walk outside and be present with my environment, you know, or, you know, today I'm going to meditate in my sense of smell, you know, it, you know, it makes a difference opposed to, cause I, you know, I've even seen like um, funny videos on, um, on Instagram where it's like, okay, time for me to meditate. The person closes their eyes and then they show what's going on in their mind. Everything, mm -hmm. you know, 101 thoughts as it is. But, <laughs> yeah. but if, and that's, and that's, you know, I think the challenge happens for a lot of us when we start to walk into the meditation or even when we've been meditating, it's like, you know, how do we bring our mind back? How do we bring our mind back to the present? So, yeah, so I think from everything, from all of the different styles that you just explained, it's definitely bringing your mind to the present moment and then starting off with the intention. What is going to be your intention today when you start to meditate? And like I said, I, you know, when you say guided as well too, guided is amazing because even though sometimes we may want to bring our minds like, okay, I'm going to focus on my breath and all of a sudden 
you thinking about tonight's dinner? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, but guided, it's like that that voice is in your ear and they're like, wiggle your toes, you know, mm-hmm. left toe, right toe. And then you're like listening and you're following directions or, you know, like they're doing a body scan or they're talking or they're giving this visualization of the trees and the breeze and the colors on the trees. And now you're visualizing this image that they're giving you in, in your head. So that's a, that to me, for me still, I think guided works best for me because it keeps my mind most on track, but it's up to us to figure out, you know, what's going to work best for you and making sure we put the intention on it and remember to be present. And it's okay if you rewind back and go back to all of the suggestions that Leah gave us about <laughs> The quiet response, the body scan, the visualization, the breath and all that type of stuff. So, oh yeah. So yeah, I think that was like a a beautiful chunk of information that you just um, shared with us, you know, for us to like, just really start to, you know, have the conversation with ourselves about starting this journey into meditation, or even if we have been trying to do meditation, you know, other options and other ideas that can play into us having a successful um, meditation, um, you know, time with ourselves. (laughs) Yes, yes, very much. No, (laughs) agreed. So how does Leah meditate? That is a good question. So every day is different. (laughs) So um, some days I have time to sit for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and to really go through a body scan and to really focus on what my intention is for the day. But then there are other days where I don't, and I set a timer for five minutes and I lie down or um, find a seated position, I close my eyes and I really focus on the rise and fall of either my chest or the rise and fall of my belly, or I place my hands, one of my hands on my heart and I just focus on every inhale and exhale coming from my heart, just to refocus, to be grounded. Um, So I think it's, for me, I do meditate every day, but I don't always have the luxury to meditate long stretches of time. Sometimes it is, like I mentioned earlier, to literally go to my phone, set a five minute timer, lie, lie, <laughs> lie down five minutes or, or sit down and just really focus on the rise and fall of my chest, my belly, my heart, just mm-hmm. to bring me back to my breath and just to come back to feeling grounded and, and to feel that sense of being held and then being able to, to transition to whatever the next um, work assignment is or the next task is for the day. So it, it varies, but I do grant myself permission to meditate every day. Amazing. Um, do, it, do you have like a set time or like, okay, like some people say it's in my morning routine before I even start my coffee, I make sure I'm meditated. Or do you just say you take it by like the opportunity, like, you know what, I have a, a, a quiet five now, let me take this quiet five to do 
my meditation or is it like in a certain routine for you? A little bit of both. I do try. Um, I have a morning ritual that I practice, and again, depending on what is on the goal sheet for the day, it can I can luxuriate it, and sometimes it's a little more abbreviated. Um, okay. So I tend to start my day with um, just with gratitude by being by thanking spirit for being able to see another day, yes. and then I have a couple of affirmations I do. And then from there, I journal, I have a, an, a Bible app that I do, <laughs> and, and, I, and then I wrap everything up with meditation. Now, that's if I have time. If I do not have mm-hmm. time, I still start from an, um, a place of gratitude, affirmation, and then five-minute meditation where I'm just focusing on my breath or focusing on maybe a word or phrase I'm wanting to embody as I move through different spaces through the day. So again, it varies on um, what the day has to hold. <laughs> yes. I, I love that you said you start your day off of gratitude because I swear like that part, I don't even have to think about. I, it's the moment I open my eyes every morning, I say, thank you, God. Yeah, like, gratitude. The moment I realized that I opened my eyes, it's like I don't even have to think about that that one. Like, but you know, some the other stuff in the morning ritual is like, okay, wait a minute, do I need to do this? So I need to do that. But that one is like, yeah, the gratitude. I just feel like it's such an important piece. It's such an important piece um to so much in our life. You know, starting with happiness. <laughs> you know, if we can like be grateful for, you know, what we already have. You know, mm-hmm. just everything else is it, it just builds onto everything else. So um I'm happy that you said that. So I just wanted to just kind of like chime in on that because I'm just yes. you know I, I appreciate and understand the value of gratitude. Gratitude, like if you have that in the bank, honey, don't worry about those dollar bills. When the gratitude is there, you is rich. <laughs> yes, no, agree. There's such a great Buddhist proverb that um, reads, enough is a feast. And so I think if you look at it from that standpoint of wherever you are in this moment, whatever you have, it is more than enough. And if you're able to see it from that, from those eyes, anything that's added is just an additional blessing. Yes. Yes, yes enough is the feast yes I love that you know I I feel like I haven't heard I don't think I've heard that one before and I'm happy that you introduced that to me now because I think I will be using it (laughs) enough is the feast yes you can probably see that in the uh, caption on um, Instagram one day be like the feast (laughs) I love that yes Okay. Okay. So we've been having this amazing conversation around the topic of um, meditation. So what advice would you give someone who wants to start to add meditation into their lifestyle? Do you have like that piece of advice to give them? I would say to start small. So Mm. I think a lot of times when we set these lofty, ambitious goals, we're, you know, we check that box the first couple of days and then life happens. And then a week goes by, and then two weeks, and three weeks, and then you're like a month, and you're like, what happened? So I think 
It's all about small, bite-sized, tangible goals. I would say set a timer for one minute on your phone, on your watch. Close your eyes or bring them to a low gaze if you can. And just focus on your breath. Whatever your natural cycle of breathing is, just focus on that. If you, if so, if movement resonates with you, take a walk, like go outside, take a walk. Notice what I mentioned earlier, notice either focus on one particular thing. Yeah. Um, maybe it's, if you're near a park or somewhere with greenery, maybe you focus on a tree, you know, the different colors of the leaves, how big is the tree? Is there a smell associated with the tree? Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe just focus on everything that's going on around you. But I think it's about just just taking that first step of something that feels obtainable, something that you can do within your day. And yeah. also because we have all this technology at our, at our fingertips and thinking about how we always schedule time for everything to make sure that you're making yourself a priority and to schedule time in your schedule. So even if it's like a little sliver in your Google or your iCal or you're more of a tactical learner, you like to write stuff down mm-hmm. to really carve out that time and send and send alarm notifications saying like, you know, like time to breathe. Mm-hmm. And then set that timer or time for a walk, time to move, you know, and set that timer and go outside. Yeah. But I think it's about reminding yourself that Mm-hmm. Your health and your well-being is your birthright. It's not a luxury. Yes. It's your birthright. Yes, it's your birthright. I love that. And, you know, um, I love that you said start small because um, there is a podcaster I listen to. His name is Ed Milet. He's not spiritual, He's he, but he's, he's, he's a good podcaster. He's one of my favorites. But he said, have micro goals. And... Mm-hmm. You know, and the right way I'm, he didn't do this reference, but the way I'll reference to it, if you say, oh, I'm going to save $20,000 this year. If you just say that in, on January 1st, every day you're going to be thinking about $20,000. But if you have a micro goal and says, I'm going to save $75 this week, I'm mm-hmm. going to save $10 today by not going to Starbucks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Know? No, of course. Yeah, it, it did now it beca- starts becoming obtainable. And all of a sudden you see at the end of, um, you know, January, you have a couple of hundred dollars in the bank. And then now it motivates you to maybe up yeah. your goal for the next month. Yes. But if you start January 1st off saying, I'm going to save $20,000. And then when you're looking and saying, oh, I was only able to save $75 this week. How will I ever get there? Mm-hmm. you're going to kind of throw in the towel because now that $20,000 is just seeming just so far out of range. But if you just start yeah. with a micro goal, so like some people, you know, maybe like I meditate, like, like when I was in yoga um, training, my, um, one of my teachers was like, oh, I meditated for like 23 hours, you know. It, it, people don't have, like, most people don't have time for that. Huh? Yeah. Most people don't have time for that. Yeah, and, that, and that's just to the extreme. But you you got to realize that if someone's putting these standards like, oh, I need to meditate an hour a day and I need to do this and I need to, then it just, you, 
like you said, you, you're going to start to drop off. And then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. it's like, and I, I didn't do it. But like you said, start off with that 60 seconds. And then when that person realizes 60 seconds, seconds is nothing, they're going to feel accomplished and they're going to take it to that next level. You know what? I'll do 10 minutes today. I think I could do 10 minutes. And then they just you just keep graduating yourself. So I feel like you said, start small. Micro goals are so important with every part of our lives because then if we're giving us ourselves these extreme goals, which you can get to, but if you're, you know, if you're saying I'm going to run the marathon and you haven't even ran one mile, a marathon. Twenty six point two. Yes. <laughs> you got to start. You can't. You can't start off your first run running a marathon. Yes. Can't start off your first run running twenty six miles. Mm -hmm. So you got to start off small, and you know that was like the perfect piece of it by like start off small you can't start off like thinking you're going to be the olympian when you you know barely crawling but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so oh my goodness so you were just also talking about you know technology and calendars and all this type of stuff so yeah technology um comes with apps Do yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we, we know there gotta be meditation apps out there you know so do you have one that you would suggest I mean of course I always say choose what works for you but we got to start somewhere so yeah, I so actually have three oh, okay three recommendations um the first one is going to be shine shine app um I'm I I actually have the premium subscription but you can also they offer free meditations Monday through Friday. Oh, if you, um, depending on wherever you are, price point wise. And I love the fact that it's also owned by two BIPOC women. So you're also supporting the community. Um, but I've been definitely a Shine app subscriber for quite some time. So again, I'm a little biased, but Shine app is amazing. Um, Liberate app, that's a really great one. Um, they're really great in terms of breaking down, especially if, if that now I will be now liberate does, it is very focused and geared towards BIPOC. So I do want to put that out there for liberate, mm -hmm. um, and exhale, which is their focus is for BIPOC women. Okay. So uh, all of them are focused around BIPOC. Uh, so Shine is for everyone, but Shine is owned by two BIPOC women. But Shine is for yes. everyone. Mm -hmm. But Liberate mainly focuses on the Black experience and Exhale, their main focus is BIPOC women. And it's also owned by a Black woman. Okay. 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 I haven't heard of um, Liberate, but I will look into them. I did hear of Shine. I actually have the app on my phone, but I never, I have never done anything with it. But when I saw it was like owned by, um, like I think black women, I was like, oh, I downloaded it, but I didn't <laughs> go yes. into it. Um, it's owned by a black woman and it's owned by a, a half Japanese woman as well. Okay. Shine. Yes. Yeah, and and um and I believe Shine. I think also they were saying it's voices of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And then and then you said exhale. Okay, so I have to go. Um, 
to I have to go do my um my research not research but like you know go you download all of them check them out and so yeah. on but thank you for giving us options so we can have something to work with and then we find out what works you know for us because yeah. you know it's like apples and oranges in this world like they're all they're both fruits but they're completely different and it's like you got to find what fruit works best for you um, Correct. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, okay. So th those were, those were great. Now, um, do you have any, so we got the apps that we mm -hmm. need to start looking into. We got the, all the advice that you was able to give us. Now, are there any books or meditation that you would be able, that you would like to offer to the community as well? Yeah. So I have two recommendations. The first book is Meditation for Beginners by Queen Davis. Mm, okay. So it's really nice um, because also this, you can also they have an audio book. So if you, um, like so many of us are really into podcasts and this is something you could download from Google Play or um, if you have, um, Maybe I want to say I forget the the name of the um, app. Um, if you have a subscription, I'm sure that they have the book. Audible. It's really great. Um, Audible. Yes. Yeah. Audible. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what was the um, name of the other app? Because I I do Audible, but what's the there's one without a subscription. There oh there is I um I will actually because I remember I was listening I was listening to a podcast and. <laughs> The, the host actually provided an app. Um, I'll, I will do a deep tag and I will be able to provide that for you. I'm so sorry. Oh, no worries. <laughs> it's it's, it's in my mind. I will definitely find it and, and share it so you can always um, maybe try and, yeah, definitely provide uh, for the community. But Meditation for Beginners is just a really nice, palpable way for people to get just like a better understanding of of meditation as well as um, the benefits of meditation. Mm -hmm. um, and if you listen to it, it's, it's an hour and 18 minute listen. Oh, okay. So not too long. So not too long. So if you're, you know, maybe doing laundry, um, it's a nice listen as well. So it's again, accessible. Um, yeah. That's my first book recommendation. Book recommendation. The second one is Practical Meditation for Beginners. 10 Days to a Happier, Calmer You by Benjamin W. Decker. Okay. And I um, recommend this book because I like the fact that it's practical. <laughs> Again, I think, <laughs> you know, we've been um, coming back to images and ideologies that are wrapped around meditation. And we never see enough accessibility. And I like the fact that they break down 10 meditation techniques in 10 days. And it's mm -hmm. literally step by step. You can, in these 10 days, you're able to kind of decide on what practices resonate with you and to do more of a deep dive. So I think it's also great that it's practical and he walks you through 10 different meditation techniques. Mm. So I think that's like also something that just allows us to be more um, palpable too, as opposed to like some other books that are like really heady and, you know, really get into like the chakras and if that's not your jam, 
like you don't need to read it. So I feel like I feel like these two books are really um, again really palpable and are accessible and won't go over um, people's heads if they're not like a yogi or or just wanting something just to to cultivate a better quality of life. Those yes. are my two book recommendations. Yes. Oh, okay. I. I, I love that I've added this question in this season because um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask everybody what books to suggest because I've been getting more and more into books because like I said, the, I'm into a, I'm a new me. <laughs> well, I'm evolving, you yeah. know, three, four years ago, there was no books being read <laughs> at all for me. Not like I was against them. It just wasn't a part of my lifestyle. Yeah. And then now that I'm like, you know, reading more and more books it's just like sometimes I get overwhelmed like what book you know like it's like I wish somebody would suggest it for me and then you go you look up and meditate and then it's like you have thousands of like you know stuff there and you know like suggestions and it's like where do I start so um thank you for these suggestions I mean I'm gonna definitely go and look these books up for myself as well too yay yes and um it could it, but I, I'm more of a book listener. <laughs> yes. I mean, audiobook is a game changer because you can do it yes. anywhere. Yeah. It, it's like you get to like, you know, like you said, you're doing laundry. I'm washing dishes. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm moving. I'm walking to the train. Like I couldn't like be walking to the train, holding a book in my hand. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't see what's going on in front of me. But yeah. um, <laughs> So yeah, so um, so I'm I'm definitely an audible like book listener. But if there's a app, another app out there that I don't know about, um, I would love to know about that. So I I look forward to getting the um input that you have on that. Um, so it, I asked you about books in reference to this topic. Now, is there a book out there like an all-time favorite book for Leah that she always be like, girl, this is the book that you need to read? Is there a book that you can give us a suggestion on that is a Leah fave? Yes. So I'm a huge Toni Morrison fan. May she rest in peace and power. Um, and I read Beloved, The Bluest Eyes. Um, and so I would recommend The Source for Self-Regard. It was her last published book before she transitioned to the spiritual realm. A couple of years ago, and so I, I, I've been reading it off and on because it's a book of essays and speeches and um, thoughts, and it's just I feel that it resonates with this ever-changing world that we are currently a part of. And you can read an essay in, let's say, three or four pages, um, and it's just something I feel like so much of her writing is timeless. Yeah. And no matter what season you are in your life, I feel like it just resonates, especially against being a black woman. Um, I would definitely say the source for self-regard. It's a thick book. Yes, she's she's 400 and something pages. So I've been, I'll pick it up and I'll read a couple of essays and I'll put it back down and I'll pick it back up. So it's definitely something that if you are a reader or, or if you maybe don't have the time that you would like to, to read, um, you could just read an essay yeah and then go about and just allocate maybe 10 minutes to read an essay and then like go about your day especially if you're like old school I, I feel like the turn of, of pages and be able to smell especially if it's like a library book to smell that book that smells the book uh, I know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dying breed but <laughs> no no I don't think you are but yeah. <laughs> 
So, you know, again, if you don't have the time, um, but you do like just to be able to turn the page, just to be able to read an essay a day, um, I think just, it's just so, again, her words and her use of language is just so poignant and just beautiful. Um, I, that's, or anything, and I just like anything Toni Morrison is just uh, a yes all the way. <laughs> Okay, uh, thank you for another suggestion. I'm definitely going to be um, looking for that one as well. <laughs> yes, like I'm gaining, I'm gaining. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so we're coming to a close. We're coming to a close, but you know, before we close out the show, um, I would love for you to tell the audience what does becoming unique mean to you? I feel that it is showing up as your most authentic self and celebrating where you are in this moment. Yes. Yes. Beautifully said. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> we've had so much conversation today um, and you've shared so much with us. Um, and thank you for everything that you have given to the audience today and everyone that is listening. And if, if for all of the listeners that has made it to the end of this podcast, Leah has a special treat for you. She is going to leave us off with a five minute guided meditation. Yes. Well, I yes. just want to, again, thank you for inviting me and on your podcast and just to be able to share a little more about meditation. I hope that after hearing this episode, people will be more inspired to set a timer for 60 seconds and just to, just to focus on their breath to feel a little more grounded. So I thank you for, for providing this platform today. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for, you know, providing all of the suggestions and information. I'm just so, 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 so grateful. Yay. <laughs> I'm going to mute my, my, um, my microphone. So, you know, you don't have any background noise in case I have like a siren going around in my background. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, if people can really just be in tune and close their eyes and take in the beautiful um, guided meditation that you are going to offer us. So thank you guys for showing up for Becoming Unique. Let's end off with Leah's amazing, soothing voice. Right. So let's take a moment to find a comfy position. It can be standing, it can be seated, it can be lying down. I can either... Come to a low gaze or close fully if that is available to you. We're going to begin by focusing on your natural breath. As you inhale and exhale, I want you to start to just focus on the rise and fall of your chest. Every inhale, focusing on the lift of your chest. Every exhale, focusing on your chest, concaving inward. Inhale, rise. Exhale, fall. Inhale. Exhale, 
I'm going to give you a few seconds just to focus on the rise and fall of your chest. As you arrive in a place of solitude, I invite you to envision a blue light beaming from your throat. This is our fifth chakra, the throat. Our throat chakra is connected to our ability to communicate and speak our inner truth. The throat chakra plays an essential role in communication, creativity, and self-expression. With every cycle of breathing, feel this cool, periwinkle, blue light encase your body with the courage to show up wholly for yourself. With each inhale and exhale, this blue light increases its radius. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. See that blue light traveling further and further around you into the space that you are currently inhabiting. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. The blue light shines brighter and brighter. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale through your nose. And we exhale through our mouth to arrive back into the present moment. Let's seal our practice by completing the following statement in words. My voice matters. My voice matters. My voice matters. Take a moment to let those words resonate through your body into your current space. When you're ready, slowly open your eyes and take this feeling with you for the rest of 
your day. Peace and blessings. Thank you, Leah. That was beautiful. Like that five minutes definitely um, relaxed me. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yes. <laughs>